Hey guys, my name's Adam. I'm the head coach at Copper State Fit. Our purpose is to educate, entertain, and inspire you to lead a fit and healthy lifestyle. We hope that by sharing our clients' stories and providing you with tools, tips, and information that you can apply, that you'll seize the opportunity by turning thought into action. Stick around till the end and we'll provide you with the next steps that you can take along with helpful links in the show notes. That said, thank you in advance for listening and enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the CSF Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Petropoulos, owner and head coach of Copper State Fit. This show is going to be a little unique. Normally, we'll have a guest on for an interview, but today's going to be a solo cast. It's kind of timely, though timeless. We're approaching the end of the year of 2020, coming up on 2021. And it's typically a time where people will discuss New Year's resolutions, etc., etc. Now, I'm not a big proponent of New Year's resolutions, but I'm a huge believer in goals, thanks to a lot of mentors that I've had in my life to help me understand the power of goals. And I wouldn't be where I'm at today without being somebody who sets goals and does so regularly. That said, I'm here to share with you my process and what I've been taught and what I use to set up my goals so that hopefully you can start off this next year or whenever you're listening to this, with a sense of direction, a sense of purpose, and have some goals that you're excited about. So without further ado, let's get started. The topic of today is SMART goals. Now, you'll see as we get through this that SMART is an acronym. But first, let's just talk about goals with the big picture. Why don't people set goals? And I think really that boils down to what I would consider kind of four different things or four different reasons why people don't set goals. I think number one, people don't recognize the power of goals or how helpful they can actually be in setting a course or a direction. I think the other big thing though is fear of failure. I think that a lot of people are afraid to set goals that they might not reach, but you got to think about that for a second. Like You've heard the saying like, shoot for the stars and hit the moon. And that's kind of how this works as well. Like you should not be afraid to fail because regardless, if you do this right, you're gonna make progress. And there's no such thing as failing. Quitting really is the only way that you fail. So as long as you don't quit, I mean, you can still continue to progress towards your goals. And at the end of the day, your goals should scare you a little bit. I mean, after all, growth happens out of your comfort zone. If you're comfortable, you're complacent. You're not growing. So these goals should be, they should scare you, but don't be afraid of failure. The third thing is fear of rejection or ridicule. Worrying about what others are gonna say. I mean, a lot of people are are worried about setting a goal or even vocalizing that goal to other people, especially with that fear of failure, and especially if they've tried that similar goal more often than not, like like weight loss, for example. I mean, how many times have you or others or people in general, ha- have they tried to lose weight, especially around the beginning of the year? So the key to that is maybe keep them to yourself in the very beginning, but don't fear rejection, don't fear ridicule. And last but not least, and that's what we're going to get into today, is people don't know how to set goals. Oftentimes, they're too vague, they're too general, they're too broad, they're not time-bound, etc., but we're going to cover that today. And 
I want to share a story with you to get started and a, a big reason for setting goals. And this was pretty impressive to me when it was shared uh, by one of my mentors once upon a time. Um, but why should we set goals? Well, Harvard Business did a study in 1979 with their MBA program, and they asked a question. Of all the participants in the MBA program, they asked them, have you set clear written goals for your future and made plans to accomplish them? Now, 3% had written their goals down and had clear plans to achieve them. 3%. 13% had goals, but they weren't in writing or they really didn't have a plan. 84% had no specific goals at all. Now, here is where the interesting part comes in. 10 years later, so from 1979 to 1989, there was some pretty predictable, yet I'd say astonishing outcomes. First, the 13% that had goals but had not written them down was earning twice as much as the 84% that had no specific goals at all. I mean, it's probably a given. No goals, no direction. No surprise there. The 13% was earning twice as much as the 84% that had no goals. However, here's something crazy. The 3%, remember them, the ones that had written goals, and a clear plan to achieve those goals, they were earning on average 10 times as much as the other 97% combined. I'll say that again. They were earning 10 times as much as the other 97% combined. That's powerful, guys. And that's just one example, but hopefully you get the point and why we're driving this home. Aside from the story that I just gave you, goals really give us a purpose, a reason for why we're doing things. I want you to think about this for a minute. Let's compare these two scenarios. Let's start with the goal of, I'm going to start running in January. Seems pretty common. Like I've heard that a few times before myself. Might have even said that to myself. I'm going to start running in January. But think about this. How long is that goal going to last? when there's no reason, there's no purpose. On that first cold, rainy morning, or on that night that you stayed up a little bit too late the night before, are you really gonna get out and go running just because you wanna start running in January? Now let's flip this around a little bit. Let's assume, or let's say that we set up a goal and we said, I wanna run a sub 45 minute 5K by April 1st, 2021 so that I can do the Pat Tillman run with my wife. That's got direction. First of all, you committed, you're signing up for that run. You're gonna sign up for the Pat Tillman. So you've pushed your chips in on that. The second thing is each session, each run has a purpose. You're training for something bigger. It's part of something bigger, right? It also creates a sense of urgency, right? You've got a deadline, you've got a date. This is gonna be done by this time. So missing a run or sleeping in a little bit extra is probably a little bit less likely to happen because you have that purpose. Each of those runs is important for achieving that goal of sub 45 minute 5k by April 1st. So let's talk about how. We talked about why. I uh, explained a story the Harvard study. Uh, we talked about it creates a sense of purpose and urgency. But how should we set goals? Well, 
First, I'll say that less is more, especially if you're taking on something new. And, and here's what I mean by that. There's a saying that goes, if you chase two rabbits, they'll both get away. Think about that. Research shows if you're trying to attain one new habit or build one new habit or achieve one goal, you've got about an 85% chance of success at that one new habit or one new goal. Make it two new habits or goals, you've got about a 35% chance of success. That's cut in half. If you're working on three things at a time, it drops down to 10% success rate. In other words, you've got a 90% chance, a 90% likelihood of failure of all three of those goals you're attempting versus flip it on its head to almost a 90% chance of success if you're only working on one. So once again, I will tell you how should you set goals? Less is more. I'm not saying to have one goal. I'm just saying you'll be much more productive and much more likely to succeed when you're focusing on one goal at a time. Of course, you can have long-term goals, you know, three to five-year goals, 10-year goals. You can have annual goals. Or what I really like to do for myself personally is quarterly goals, broken those down into monthly, weekly, daily tasks to reach those goals. But that's for another podcast. So let's get into the formula that I recommend, that I've been taught and that I use, which is SMART goals. Now, SMART is an acronym, as I mentioned. The S stands for specific, okay? And in this case, you're gonna specifically state what your goal is. This is gonna give you the what, the when, the where, and the why. This is kind of like your affirmation statement. Be affirmative, use your name. So instead of, I wanna run a 5K, or I wanna lose weight, those are very, very broad and general and non-descriptive. We're being specific here. Think of it this way. I, Adam Petropoulos, want to run a sub 45 minute 5K by April 1st, 2021 so that I can do the Pat Tillman run with my wife versus I want to run a 5K. Huge difference, right? Or here's another one. I, insert your name here, want to lose 25 pounds by July 2021 so that I can take a summer trip with my friends and feel confident in a swimsuit. Right, so we're very specific with the goal. After the S in SMART comes M. And M is where we set milestones to measure progress. As Peter Drucker said, what gets measured gets managed. So this is creating a scenario for when, how often, and what will you use to gauge your progress. That being said, Describe in detail how you'll measure the progress to verify that you're on track to meet your goals. For example, using the 5K that I mentioned earlier, the example for milestones and measuring progress might be that each week I will run one mile for time to measure progress and ensure that I'm below the 15 minute mile pace to reach my sub 45 minute 5K. Or for the weight loss goal, wanting to lose 25 pounds by July, it might be, I will check my weight each Sunday to ensure I'm losing at least one pound each week to reach my 25 pound goal by July. So again, we're setting up the milestone of when we're going to measure, 
how often we're going to measure, and what we're going to use to measure progress. And we need to know at those intervals how far along we should be to make sure we're on pace for that, okay? So we've got through the S, we've gotten through M now for the A. And I will tell you, this is the biggest reason I see people fail to reach their goals. A stands for action plan and accountability. Lacking the plan of attack or lacking accountability, like I said, I feel is the biggest reason people fail to reach their goals. And as they say, it's cliche, but failing to plan is planning to fail. So this is more of the how. The how will you accomplish this goal and who will help hold you accountable, whether that's a friend, a a family member, uh, you know, a running partner, a workout partner, or a coach. Addressing the who will help hold you accountable because we are not that good at holding ourselves accountable. Sometimes just making that goal public, although part of that fear is the fear of your ridicule or maybe the fear of failure, but sometimes making a goal public creates a sense of integrity that you've attached yourself to that goal. And that's how you help hold yourself accountable. Nonetheless, here's how it works. Describe in detail your plan to achieve the goal and who besides yourself will be there to hold you accountable. Here's the example. To run a sub 45 minute 5K, I'll follow a 5K running program three to four days a week and lean on my running coach for accountability. Hear that? So not only did I lay out the plan, what I need to do weekly, I need to run three to four times a week, but also who's my accountability partner in this? My running coach. For that other one, the other goal example that I gave to lose 25 pounds by July is I will meal plan and meal prep weekly while hitting my daily nutrition goals and workouts as assigned by my coach. And I'll lean on my coach and my friends for support and accountability. So it's really detailed, guys. Now, it could even get further detailed than that. Like, obviously, knowing what that workout program is going to look like day to day. But really, this is just kind of like the first level of creating a plan, an action plan, and setting up the accountability parameters. The next step is R in SMART goals. And in this, we're talking about the reason and the resources needed. I said the biggest reason I see people fail to meet their goals is a lack of a plan. I'll say this is the second biggest reason I see people fail to reach goals is they lack motivation, they lack purpose, and they lack a why. They lack the reason or they're lacking the resources and the skills. Think about it this way, guys. Why do you want to accomplish the goal and what resources are you missing that are necessary to make it happen? Describe your why and your purpose behind the goal. This is where you're going to list out resources that you need to achieve the goal. Use the word because when you're building out this step to help clarify. Here's the example. I truly want to run a sub 5K. Excuse me. I want to run a sub 45 minute 5K because this will be a personal record and because this will allow me to keep up with my wife. And in order to do this, I'm probably going to need to purchase a new set of running shoes. So there's my why, because it's going to be a personal best. And second, because I'll be able to keep up with my wife. And lastly, what do I need to make this happen? I need running shoes. But maybe it's a 
a running program. Maybe I didn't have that already. So maybe I'll need a running program. But what's my reason? What's my purpose? Because this is going to get me out of bed in the morning on those cold rainy days, like I said, is because of the purpose of big picture. Not just because I want to run the sub 45 minute 5k, but why do I want to run that? And then naming out what I need to make that happen. For the other example of losing weight, uh, I want to lose 25 pounds by July because my friends are all taking a girl's trip for the summer and because I want to go with and feel confident in my swimsuit. I'm going to need a pair of dumbbells for the home workouts my coach has programmed and I'm going to need a new swimsuit. <laughs> Ideally, that would be a swimsuit that you know you're gunning for, the one that you want to fit into by July. But again, just like the first example we used because my friends are all taking a girl's trip and because I want to feel confident. So those are the reasons. And then we're going to need some dumbbells for those workouts and that swimsuit. Last and certainly not least in setting SMART goals is the T, timeline. This is the third reason I see people fail to reach goals. They set no deadline. They set no timeline. There's no sense of urgency. It's just, hey, I want to lose 25 pounds. Okay. Well, no action plan, no accountability, no uh, resources listed or reason given, and no timeline. Just, I want to lose 25 pounds. No big deal. But if you say, I want to lose 25 pounds by July 1st, as we've been using in our example, that creates a sense of urgency. Okay. No room for procrastination, the tomorrow-itis that a lot of people get, myself included. So this is the when. When will you reach this goal? How much time are you giving yourself? And you've got to be realistic here. But you also need to make it slightly uncomfortable. We overestimate what we can accomplish in a day or a week, but we highly underestimate what we can accomplish in a few months or even years if we put our minds to it. So set a deadline that you're gonna accomplish your goal to create that sense of urgency and make it seem more like a reality. You can almost see it in the future. You can almost like envision that date and that time or that trip, right? So this is what it might sound like as an example. I want to run the sub 45 minute 5K by April 1st, 2021, or I wanna lose 25 pounds by July 1st, 2021. So that's a walk through the SMART goals. I'm gonna run through those again. Real quick, the S, specifically state your goal. The M, set milestones to which you'll measure progress. The A, create an action plan and set your accountability partners. The R is your reason, your why, and also the resources that you need to be successful. And lastly, the T, the timeline given to reach your goal. Create a deadline, guys. Create that sense of urgency. Now, when you ask what should your goals be, honestly, guys, that's up to you. But as I had, I had mentioned a few times already, your goals should scare you just a little bit. Growth happens out of your comfort zone, guys. We do not grow unless we are pushed. That said, whatever that goal is, make it realistic, but it should scare you a little bit. Now, if you've never done this before, if you've never set SMART goals for yourself, I want you to give this a try. If you're taking notes during this podcast, awesome. But I've also created a SMART goals template on our website for you. That's a step-by-step -step guide to help you make some SMART goals. 
So visit www.copperstatefit.com slash smart goals to complete a free smart goals template for you. Here's a cool thing. Once you've completed it, you're going to get the completed smart goals template emailed directly to you with your goals written inside. So let's recap. Why don't people set goals? Well, we said they don't recognize the power of goals. They fear failure. They might fear rejection or ridicule from others or what others think or say, and they don't know how. Well, hopefully we've showed you how or shared with you how we do goals. Why should you set goals? We talked about the Harvard business story where the 3% that had written goals with a clear plan were making 10 times as much as the other 97% combined, right? They create a sense of purpose for us, guys, direction. And that's why we should create goals. How should we set goals? That was the big part of our podcast today. We talked about smart goals. And again, less is more. Recall, 85% success if we're focused on one thing at a time. Doesn't mean you should only have one goal, but maybe there's one thing we're doing at a time or one thing we're working on. Maybe set up some smaller goals like I like to do quarterly and you know, we have a big long-term goals, like I mentioned, annually, uh, maybe three-year, five-year goals, but focus on less is more versus trying to do two or three t- uh, things at once where you're going to have a much less likelihood of success. And last but not least, guys, I want you to take advantage. I want you to try this if you've never done it before. So like I said, visit our website. I'll put the link in the show notes for you to have this free smart goals template, but go to www.copperstatefit.com slash smart goals to complete your free smart goals template. Hopefully you enjoyed this short, short and sweet solo cast today. I'd love to hear how your goals are going. Send me an email, adam at copperstatefit.com if you have any questions. Have a great year, you guys. Hey guys, this is Adam, head coach at Copper State Fit. If you felt inspired by the show you just heard and feel like taking it a bit further, we'd like to help. For those of you looking to take baby steps, download our free MyFitnessPal tutorial and macro cheat sheet. Link can be found in the show notes. And for those of you that want to take a little more than a baby step, schedule a free phone consultation with us. We'll answer all your questions and provide you with personalized information. No strings attached, no obligation to buy. But if you do, we'll throw in a bonus. Mention Podcast 49 in your consult notes and we'll take $49 off your first month. The only wrong decision is indecision, so pick what's right for you. Thanks again for listening. I look forward to speaking with you.